Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the For Glory podcast. I'm CJ, the player of the little champion poppet V. Last episode, we saw everyone readying themselves to plunge back into the gauntlet keep. Some arguments were had, a peace offering shovel given, and the investigation begins anew. But now, V finds herself prone after tumbling through a secret door, enemies rising to meet her. How will this battle turn out? So, for some news. I don't know if you all heard, but they announced the winners of the Tabletop Gaming Awards. Guess who got best role-playing game? Pathfinder 2e, baby! And that makes all of us here the cool kids. Also, we're currently in the process of getting a Patreon set up. Each pledge will have rewards as a thank you for supporting us. And it will also give access to a Discord server. You'll be able to chat with other listeners as well as with us. It's still in the early stages, so we will get out updates once we get more figured out. But for now, you can reach us at fourglorypod at gmail.com, spelled F-O-U-R glorypod at gmail.com, or our other social media pages. So, without further ado, get ready for the spine-chilling battle in Episode 8, Bone to be Wild. Last time on the Four Glory Podcast. Didn't expect to see you here. The old bird cocks her head. Me? Yeah, you. A lesser man would have caved your skull for a comment like that. I have my own code I must follow as a champion of Sternway. It seems we are faced with a decision. Decisions always come with a sacrifice. Molded, rotten crap. A shovel? Yes. You think you could do that trick again where you turn into a rat? No. That's not a mace. Again, Barwin? Sorry. I don't like this. It's magic blood. For what, though? Ugh, I'm gonna spend a hero point card. Barwin, turn around. There's one for Yushia. I have a job to do here. Well, this is something. Stairs that head down. Oh, I'm so gonna regret this. Do not make a liar out of me. Hey, there's one way you can find out. Leeches, again. Thus much. Don't be dumb now. Wait, what? Yes, you stumble onto a corpse. Your story continues now. chapel feels colder and damper than elsewhere in the ruins. Condensed beads on the wall run in rivulets across the countless skulls carved into the stone. The moldering human corpse lies slumped against the wall. His hands appear to have been prying at the secret door that you just fell through. One short flight of stairs leads down to the south, terminating just before a set of double doors. Two short flights of steps lead upward to the north, to a wider chamber, where a semicircular dais supports an altar of white stone. Beyond that altar looms four stained glass windows, each twenty feet tall, and depicting four haunting scenes of ghosts 
rising from overgrown graveyards towards a four-pointed orange star above. V, you are prone after having fallen into this room due to a critical failure to sneak in last episode. The two piles of bones that shone with that ominous blue light come together to form awful animated skeletal assholes that are pissed off and want to kill you. Roll for initiative. All right. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. <laughs> All right, Borwin rolled a nine. Gulam got a ten. V rolled a 14. Jack is not prepared, and he rolled a nat one for a total of seven. Oh. Too slow. Too slow. Haha. <laughs> and your two new best friends come in with a 25 and a 20. They rise. Both of them go first. So first up, the first skeleton moves in towards V and attacks with a 23. Yep. Okay, out of the gate. Here we go. It rears back its glowing maw and jumps forth with a bite attack for nine points of damage. Oof. Yeah, that's half my hit points. Oh, that's not good. Now <laughs> the second one decides it wants to attack you too. It moves in. Well, uh, it can't get all the way around into a flank, but it moves in and attacks you. V, how about a 21? That's gonna hit. It similarly bites at you, oh, and no. it deals oh, eight points of damage. Alive by one hit point. These things do not fuck around. The grim blue light that seeps out through this thing's mouth washes over you, filling you with a sense of impending doom. Then we move down the order to you, V. What will you do? Oh, buddy, oh boy, okay. Uh, I need to get on to Henry. Ugh. Ooh, he's back in that other room, though. So either I have, I, if I go back and get him, take my full round to get over, and I'll be on him. That would be for sure. Or I call him over and take a chance that he doesn't come. What will you do? Well, first thing is I need to stand up. That's action number one. You gotta, gotta get up to get done. It's true, I've heard that. Ugh. I'm sorry. This is a really important decision. Do I stay in the battle of one hit point, or do I run back to get Henry? <laughs> you must go to him. Go to the doggo. <laughs> then again, the, the doom music just kicked in, so you gotta slaughter. You gotta rip and tear. Even if I call Henry over, he'd be over here and I can't move. I'd still be in the middle of it. That's just not good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so I gotta move. Yeah, so V will use her movement to run back, running past everyone, uh, saying, We've got the company! Actually, I don't think I've described her blood yet. Oh, yeah, what, oh. what, what is that like? I would imagine because her body is made out of wood, it would be kind of sap-like inconsistency, 
but maybe more like grayish with just like a hint of sparkle, like the magic that she uses when she heals. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like magical maple syrup. Exactly. She runs in, brushes past the others, letting them know that we got company, and with her final action, V will use one hand to swing up onto Henry's back. You mount the dog gracefully, yet almost deadly. Oh, By yes. that I mean you're almost dead. <laughs> Next in order is Gwilim. You're still in that chamber. You and Jack, and now V is back in there, riding on Henry. You've got Borwin in the secret passage between the two chambers. Now what? Well, it seems to me that just maybe around Borwin's shoulders, I am able to actually see this skeletal figure standing on the other side. So just from where I stand here... Willem is going to cast a three-action magic missile with three Tavnagred, and it will deal 11 damage. Ooh! There you go! Pop, pop, pop. Got him. The three bolts of magical light swing through and nimbly dodge around your friends and slam into the faintly glowing skeletal corpses, dealing 11 points of damage, knocking away chunks of bone and... Scattering them across the roof. Then, Borwin, your turn. You're in the secret passage. One of these horrible things is just within reach. However, it has cover from where you are. Okay. All right. Then, after seeing V get mauled by these things and then run back into the other room, Borwin will move between them and around behind the one that's on the stairs. Then he's going to whisper. I know you're with me. I need your help. And the blade of his axe begins to glow. He winds up and swings. Oof, but does an 11 hit? Oh, man, an 11 totally does not hit. That is way too low. You swing, and you miss entirely. Eh, climbing up those stairs ruins his aim. But with that, that's going to be my turn. Next is Jack Thorne. Standing before the secret passage, you're okay. able to see a little bit into that room. You can see dead ahead of you, about ten feet away, is one of these undead monstrosities. Borwin ran into the chamber, disappeared from sight. So Jack's seeing V run past him and Gwillem, sapping all over the place. <laughs> Jack will turn his attention back towards the glowy skeleton in front of him. For Jack's first action, he'll devise a strategy for how to fight the skeleton. I'd like to use a recall knowledge to find some kind of weakness for these guys. Okay, okay, so you're trying to learn a weakness from it. <clears throat> you, you, you are trained in the skill for him, and you are pretty sure that these things are. Attracted by fire? No, you know, I was gonna say I was gonna say that, but uh, you know what? That's 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 overdone. You know, that's what all the kids are saying these days. So we're gonna go with something different. Um man, these guys are weak to silver. Hmm. That does sound like something an undead would be weak to. Okay. Throw cool. some coins at them. 
<laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> or I've only got gold coins, guys. Does anyone have change? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Now I'll roll that d20. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Hell yeah, my son. Destroy okay. Him. That's a critical hit, right? It is. Or, uh, I guess it will be. So you know exactly what to do. What is that? Can I see the crit card? Sure. Okay. Neat. Looking over the skeleton, Jack sees a weak point in his left knee. So Jack steps towards the skeleton, and he faints to the right. And when the thing steps into its swing, leaving its knee wide open, Jack precisely inserts his rapier. Dealing 11 points of damage, and giving that glowing bag of bones the slowed condition until the end of its next turn. Oh, but it's not 11. Even with that perfectly aimed stab to the knee, the precision damage doesn't work. This thing has no real, I guess, uh, crucial anatomy. You know, it's like hitting it in the eye hole. It wouldn't hurt it any more than, say, uh, the arm or rib or whatever. So no extra dive damage. Ew. Okay, Yeah, then. so you still deal seven, which is, you know, that's still, still, still good. Mm -hmm. But the precis yeah, precision damage does okay. not add to it. Either way, max damage for the rapier on its own. And he slowed. Yeah, that device tries is the first action, move, second action, then following up on the action. Yep, that's going to be three. Yep, that's Jack's turn. Excellent. So next... Is that everybody? Is that right? That is everybody. I didn't skip anyone this time. Guys, I did it. I made it all the way through around <laughs> without skipping anybody. Now... Golf claps. Yeah, thank you for the golf clap. I appreciate it. It's so tiny that I can't even hear it from here. Now comes the undead creature's turns. They see an opportunity. Even though they're not too smart, they're not too stupid either. They're going to move into a flanking position. So this one that's right in front of you, Jack, the one you just struck, steps around to the side. You are now flanked between the two undead creatures. It attempts to bite ya. It comes at you with gnashing teeth with a 20 on the attack roll. That is unfortunately a hit. Oh, it is dealing 11 damage. Oof. This thing chews in, biting at your shoulder. Okay. I'm trying to think, like, what's a spot that Jack hasn't been hurt yet? So the shoulder. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what have I got so far? I got your leg. I, uh, well, Borwin got your face. Mm -hmm. Alright, yeah, there we go. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> Yes he did. We're gonna we're gonna count down these body parts here. It's gonna go for a second attack. This time okay. it swings out at you with one of its bony claws. Does an eighteen hit you? It do. Oh it swipes at you in the rib area. And it gets you for wow, ten damage. Ugh. Jack is down. Oh, boy. All right. One down. Three to go. Four if you count the dog. 
Well, since this guy's not really worried about flanking you anymore, he's going to turn around and he's going to face Borwin. Borwin, you're on the stairs, just above this guy. And... I have the high ground. It. <laughs> 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 it's over, Bonakin. I've got the high ground. It chomps at you, biting towards the pelvis zone. Not in an inappropriate way. In like a, like a combative <laughs> way. Okay, it's trying to it's trying to bite you in like the hip. Uh, how about a 16 to hit you? Uh, that does not hit. Okay. It. See, it works. <laughs> high ground works, guys. <laughs> he, he will not bite you when your bone this day. Yo, if I learned one thing from Hayden Christensen, it's... Uh, you underestimate my power. <laughs> I, would, I would say it's don't, don't get into acting. And then it attacks you with its claws, swiping at your thigh. The same thigh that got bit yesterday. This guy's mm. doubling down instead of the other guy who's going for variety. Okay. How about a 24 to hit you? That does it. He slashes into your thigh for 12 points of damage. That's maximum damage. Jesus. Ugh. Well, I'll take that. Oh, he will. And it's not over yet. That was two actions. It attacks you a third time with the claw of the other hand. Swiping for the other thigh. Does a five hit you? No, actually, that is a critical miss. Yes. Yay! <laughs> All right. It doesn't even care. This is it's this thing. This thing's totally cool, guys. Don't even worry about it. So it's an unarmed attack. Got the great roar. It says until healed. You are deafened. I don't. I'm not sure how that works out, but what? you know what? Borwin screams out from the last attack so loudly that this thing. Its ears that have long since rotten away are ringing somehow. Don't Just worry about it. You're shaking the bones. Echoing inside that <laughs> empty skull of his. I, I cleared it as rotted. I cleared the rotted like ear canals, and now I could just like I can hear. Wait, no, I can't hear anymore. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the episode of The Simpsons where they uh, you know they come out and they like smack Mr. Burns in the knee, and he's like, oh, much better. <laughs> that's that's okay if you guys haven't seen that one. Don't worry, I'm old as fuck. Okay, all right, we get it. Uh, where is something that looks like deafened? How about this? He's got the sad face. That's gonna be deafened. V. Your turn. You're riding Henry in the other chamber. The only person left in here is Gwillem. What do you do? We are going to command Henry to run back in there. You're gonna try. Yes, he's gonna move. That's a 21. Nice. Ah, oh, good boy, Henry. Okay, so that's 20 to get into the doorway. Alright. So... Oh no, I just realized something. Hmm? Adam, I think you might have done a goof. What? This is the one that's uh, slowed, right? Yeah. It would only have two actions. Isn't that stunned? I thought slow just means he moves slowly. Yeah, I put it up slowed for you before it... Uh, I'll put it up again here. Must have missed it. Thanks. You have fewer actions. Slowed always includes oh. a value. Reduce the number of actions you regain by your slowed value. Okay, so oh. on his next turn... Right? No. No, it'd be this turn. Oh! It'd been the last turn, yeah. Oh, okay, so you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take away that turn from the next, that action from the next turn. How's that sound? Okay. <laughs> I'm still dying. 
You, you, I, you're going to just say, okay, you should say no. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to say, wouldn't that <laughs> action have kept you alive? Or? It would have, yes. Yeah, yeah, so, what are you, what are you just saying, okay, get out of no, here. No, no, okay, well, reset. Okay, then, yeah, reset it then. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So that means, uh, let's see, what was its last action? Well, its last action was to attack him, and then it fucking put yeah. him down. But the other guy yeah, so would have attacked. Seven. The other guy would have yeah. attacked We can keep then. the... We can... Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. How's that going to go? What are we going to do here? So, this is a tough situation, uh, you know, for people playing a game, not for the character. Well, I mean, I guess it's a tough situation for the characters, too, but... Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty big impact. I goofed, and I don't want to, you know, uh, screw you guys over, but it would change everything that's just happened for the past couple of turns. Well, I guess only one turn, two turns. You know what? Uh, I'm going to roll it back. So, Jack, you regain those seven hit points. Hooray! And what's going to happen is that initial attack that went at Borwin will go towards you instead. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, would an 11 hit you with you being flanked? It would not. Okay. Then the next attack will go after you. Oh, you know what? That 11 wasn't even the right fucking roll. Where's... There's his attack no, it, was, it, it, was it was a 20. 16 and then a 20. 16, 24, 5. Yeah, so, so he would have uh, struck that with 16. There we go. Six, yep. Yeah, how about a 16 to hit you? With the you 16 would hit me, yes. Okay, so that will hit you then okay. for 7 damage. Then I'm back down, down on the ground then. Okay, all right. And, and, so then, back to and dying. then it would turn to hit Borwin, so it was a 24 and that one hit you. And then high ground advantage. Yeah, and then the miss. Okay, so hey, guess what? It doesn't change anything. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> I, you know what? I, um, sorry. <laughs> All it did was just uh, change. You struck me down. <laughs> Take this skeleton and strike me down. All right, so uh, V, uh, we're gonna have to. Yeah. You're gonna have to reroll that check though to command your your uh... animal companion. Because well, because they made us redo those turns. But you didn't so redo you got, those no, rolls. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm totally fucking with you. No, you so you used one action to command Henry, and he decided he was going to do what you want. Yes. And what is that? Well, we get to the door and see that Jack is down, so we have to jump over him, and then move south to be next to the skeleton, but Henry isn't fast enough to get to a flanking position, but I still get a plus one to attack with a mounted charge. So, I will roll. Okay, for the mounted charge. <laughs> yeah, that's a 15. A 15 to the one that's been slowed does not hit. Alright, then with my last action, V will make a silent prayer to Serenway, and her hand will begin to sparkle as she lays hands on Jack and heals him for six hit points. Ooh, she's going to massage the life back into you. Six hit points. Jack, you are still prone, but you're awake, which is great. Okay. I believe you are wounded one. Yep, I already got that calculated in there. Excellent. Gwillem, your turn. You're the only one left in this room. Yeah, everyone else is vacated, and Gwillem can still peeking around the entrance here. Um, from the torchlight that Borman's got, still see this bony meanie here. 
Willem is going to reach into his satchel and drain his familiar of the magic that he imbued Rupert with at the beginning of the day. To... Recharge him immediately. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and recharge my magic missile right away. Not going to use it right away, because I would only be able to use it with two bolts instead of three. So we're going to give Mr. Skeleton the uh, the old razzle-dazzle. We're going to daze him, if he could please make a will save. Does a 16 save? It does not. It does not. That will miss, so it will take four damage, please. It does. It takes it. It takes that damage, and it uh, takes it to the bank. The blood bank. Borwin, your turn. You are still on the stairs, with the high ground, as it were, with one skeletal enemy right in front of you. <laughs> Alright, so Borwin will drop the torch and drop take his axe into both hands. Reaction. Guide my hand. And he swings the axe at the glowing skeleton. <laughs> does a 25 do it? Oh, yeah. A 25 nice. most definitely does. Nice. Okay, so that's going to be 7 slashing damage in addition to 3 positive damage. 10 damage you deal, you say. 10. You See. strike it in the light from your magic axe. Well, it's not a magic axe. The magic light from your axe seeps into these bones countering its own light it's you know like uh, i don't know how physics works but you know i know if you mix different colors of light sometimes it it, it does different things it does one of those mm. oh. what did you do you did a you did a free thing to drop you switched your grip and you didn't attack yeah that's Two. one more yeah i, I can <laughs> count it i can count i can count you were so close Ooh. adam so close <laughs> I just thought I just thought because the one skeleton only gets two actions, everybody should only get two actions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got for the third? I'm going to try to finish this thing off with another attack. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. And it's a crit. <gasps> hey! Okay. Fuck him up. Destroy him. <laughs> All right, let me pull one of these cards out here. Let's see what it says. It says Wing Tear. The target loses any fly speed until healed. <laughs> All right. Totally, All right then. totally lame. But you still deal damage. How much damage are you dealing? 15 slashing damage and the uh, three additional positive, so 18 damage. Nice. Even though this thing doesn't have wings, you just you cleave into where wings would sprout from its back. Somehow, while it's facing you, you swing over the top and you hit the thing in the back and it collapses into a pile of bones on the ground. However, the faint blue light remains and from the pile of bones rises an orb of damp-looking, spongy blue light. Which I will put under the table as soon as I can. Alright, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me fix this guy here. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do this stuff. We're gonna click on this thing. We're gonna do that. We're gonna save those settings and. And there it is. You've got the glowy blue orb now in place, right between you and Jack. And that is the end of your turn. 
Or in another interpretation, the dead guy on the floor has blue balls. <laughs> wah, wah. Jack, your turn. <laughs> Seeing that the skeleton to his left has just crumbled in front of him, Jack will get up and turn his focus to the immediate threat of the other skeleton. Jack will then try to come up with another plan. This time, I want to try and learn any strengths that these things might have. Oh, again, unfortunately, you have no idea what this thing is. Okay. You think it's a skeleton, but skeletons don't normally glow like this, so it doesn't it, it doesn't Strong fit in exactly. Yeah, yeah. All you can figure is this must be some kind of voodoo glow skull. Okay. No? Yeah, it's like right, a go ahead and roll that d20. Don't, don't okay, it's an 8 on a die for a total of 15. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty good roll, I think. Alright. Jack is going to... His eyes darting from different points of the body on the skeleton. He's going to thrust his rapier at where he thinks is a optimal weak point for a... Well, total of 15. Oh, no, oh I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Yeah, 15. 15 total okay. for the for the roll. 15? 15. Is a miss. Fuck. Okay. You strike when right. you think you would deal some damage, but uh doesn't work. There's nothing there. You stab right where the kidney would be. Okay. But it isn't. So that's um, two. You, or no, that's three. That's, that's the turn. Three, that's, three, that's three actions. But just a curiosity here, since... I would actually like to do a free action real quick here. Okay, what do you got? Expeditious inspection. Okay. What's that? So once per ten minutes in the game, I can either recall knowledge, seek, or sense motive of anything that I can see. And okay. I would like to actually like to use that on that mode of light to recall knowledge. Okay. Interesting. Let's see what we got here. You have I keep I keep looking to see if you have the right skill to do recall <laughs> knowledge and You've got all of the skills to recall knowledge. So, yeah, you got the skill. Um, hey. <laughs> this thing falls into, unfortunately, not one of your strongest categories, though. These motes of glowing light tend to explode when struck. It's a special attack that it does. Okay. Is this like a, a critical success or a success? This is a result of a die roll. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, man. <laughs> no, I just don't know if I can actually clue in or not. For oh, other well, people. You, you, so here's the deal. You gained one piece of information, so you know it mm -hmm. was not a critical success. Okay. The remaining animated skeleton looks a little bit surrounded but it's got an idea. It moves away down the stairs and over just in front of where V is. Rears its head back and snaps forward with the chomp. Does a 13 hit you, V. That is not going to hit. Oh, it's not done. How about the claw? I've got a 19 to hit you with the claw. Uh, yeah, that's gonna hit. It's gonna deal 10 damage as it swings that razor-sharp bony claw 
straight across your midsection. Oh no. Goodbye. You had one hit point left from before. You valiantly used your lay on hands to heal Jack instead of yourself. And now, you're paying the price. You gain the unconscious feed, dying, or unconscious feed, you gain the unconscious <laughs> condition as well as dying and prone and all that good stuff. You fall off of Henry, you land on the ground right where you are. Now this mode of light that came out of that pile of bones earlier does a little wiggly maneuver and plunges into the corpse that was slumped against the wall. You what? And animates the body. Oh, joy. <laughs> Why would you do this? Oh, because I have to control the bad guy. Somebody's got to, right? Okay, so it rises. And the light starts shining from the mouth and the open wounds on the body. And some of those wounds begin to close up. So that's, uh, what is that? Uh... One action, that's two actions as it rises. And as its third final action, it attacks Jack. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to. Oh, it doesn't have to, but it <laughs> wants to. Does an 11 hit you? An 11 does not hit me. Well, uh, it was a one on the die. Oh! So, <laughs> so uh... <laughs> So it's a fumble with an unarmed attack. So this thing's got a bruised ego. <laughs> it says you can't attack another creature until the target is knocked out or the end of your next turn. It's going to try to attack you. I mean, it was going to do that anyway. But that's its turn. That's awesome. <laughs> so it can't attack, huh? Uh, so well, it, well, it can attack. It just can't attack anything but Jack. I taunted it. <laughs> now, V, you're... Ooh, you are knocked out. So, you have to roll to try to stabilize. So, the way that works is you add your dying condition to 10, and you need to roll a d20 with no modifiers to roll that number or above. Roll the 19! 19! Yeah. There we go. So, you <laughs> stabilize. stabilize. Your dying condition goes down by one, and then, since it's at zero, you add one to your current wounded value. So I got a question about Henry. Oh, yeah. So he's a good, loyal pup. He just saw his master go down. Could he... Could he roll to see if he attacks? Like, because he's a scared boy right now, because he's frightened. I'm, Because I'm, I don't know what the rules should be about this, because... He should... He's frightened, but... Also a monster right there. What uh, What's the rule on them being frightened when they're in combat? Are they fleeing still, or, or what? What's that rule say? Most animals panic in battle. When combat begins, they become frightened for and fleeing as long as they're frightened. Okay, and fleeing as long as they're frightened. Okay, so, so that's the yeah, commander so animal using nature. You can keep it from fleeing, though it, this doesn't remove its frightened condition. If the animal's attacked or damaged, it returns to frightened for and fleeing. Okay, so it is He has is not been attacked. Frightened. He's frightened, well, but he hasn't been attacked. It's still frightened, so it, it goes to fleeing. So he's going to run away as fast as he can. Um, he is... 
back the way he came or towards the oh, no, towards him he henry runs deeper into the chamber oh no was he was he move 40 he moves 35 oh 35 so 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 as one action and then the other action runs further in are you uh, are you able to see from where Henry is? Uh, like, is I, he... I see him. But I mean, like, are you able to see like from his perspective? I don't think so. Okay, cool, good. Yeah, unfortunately, he flees, runs all the way back into that chamber, and cowers in the corner. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, uh, such is the nature of nature. That's the end of your turn. Okay, there we go. Gwillem. Now it's your turn. So still just immobilized, just like still in this side room. Uh, Hanging out, chilling. Not able to see too much, but I do know that the one bag of bones that I was able to see went down, but then I saw it I saw something rise from underneath it, and then that light imbued the corpse underneath those bones, and then that corpse rised, or risen. That corpse got up! <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get up if you want to get down. Everyone, everyone knows. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Gwillem's still peeking around. He's just gonna go ahead and give this thing the, uh, the three magic missiles again. <laughs> magic missiles are uh, recharged, and so is this thing in a whole new body. So, <laughs> I don't uh, know if I got a whole new body, but a different body. All right, go for it. Different body. Roll okay. That so, damage. Treat Havnigren. And Gwillem hits for 13 damage this time as the three Ooh. bolts pop, 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 nice. fly from his three fingers extended out. Bam. All right, Gwillem's so... not fucking around. The magic missiles don't have to dodge anything this time, so it's less impressive, but they slam into this animated corpse with such force that the thing just drops immediately. And that ball of light, that damn pesky ball of light, <laughs> rises back back up from the body. So it made it literally get up, get up, just to get down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Yes. So the light just rose up again? Yeah, came right out of that corpse and is now bobbing right where it was a moment ago. Gwilym's magic missile experiment is not going very well. Borwin, your turn. <laughs> Borwin... Not taking any chances with that ball of like going into anything else is going to strike at it. Get it. There's a 15 hit. Actually, you're flanking. Would I be flanking a ball of light? Check. You're on your feet, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm back on my feet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then yeah, it's flanked. All right. Does then does that hit its flat-footed AC? It does. Yeah. All right. How much damage? Dealing 12 plus 3 positive damage, so 15. You swing your faintly glowing axe at the ball of light that's also faintly glowing. It slices straight through where it was with no resistance at all. The light flickers and dissipates into nothing. Yay. 
Nice. <laughs> you feel a little cold. Oof. You've got two more actions. What are we doing? Let me see. Moving out of this space here, the stairs themselves would be considered a difficult terrain, right? Uh, say. Yeah, they're not difficult terrain. You're fine. Don't sweat it. Like, move here? Uh, you're able to... Yeah, what you're trying to show me is that you're going to move around past the past the corpse pile, juke to the side around Jack, move down the other flight of stairs, and around behind the other skeleton to be in a flanking position with the unconscious, unconscious body of V. In case, you know, V wakes up. Uh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. You do. You do the thing. So with that, then, uh, he's going to continue sweeping through then. And he's going to be attacking the other skeleton that brought me down. Now, because of the sweep quality on your axe, you get plus one to this attack roll. So that would be 14. You swing at the back of this glowing skeleton and hit nothing. All right. Nothing at all. Well, that, that's my turn. Jack Thorn. Alright. Do my usual. Jack's gonna look this thing over, devise a stratagem. Confident in where he's gonna be able to strike. With a fourteen on the die. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna he's gonna try to see if he can figure out like if this thing has any additional specialized attacks. Okay. So beyond what you've already seen where that uh, that ball of light comes out of this thing and can jump into another body. You that you know that that strikes a chord that rings a bell, and you remember suddenly this thing is called a corpse light. It's not just an undead creature because the the body is a dead body that's been animated. The the orb of light itself is undead. Hmm. So the corpse light itself, not the mode of light, but like the actual like skeleton it possesses is not undead? Well I mean it is, but Okay. <laughs> the whole thing the whole thing is undead. You know, it's it's uh it's it's like it's like the undead equivalent of a Canadian tuxedo. You know, it's it's denim pants. It's a it's a denim vest and it's a denim jacket. The three-piece Canadian tuxedo of unlife. So, you know that it can do the thing where it can jump into another body. You also remember that this thing can emit a beam of light that saps the strength from its foes. And you know as a freebie, because you got a critical success this time. Hey! Yeah, there you go. You're gonna get a freebie. You're gonna find out that this thing loses all ability to fight. Well, almost all ability to fight when exposed to direct sunlight. Hmm. Now, how'd you do on that, uh, that roll for your devise a stratagem? Uh, well... Let's see here. I rolled a 14 on the die, so that's going to be a 21 total. That's a pretty darn good roll. You know that'll do it. Okay. 
Jack places the rapier between the thing's ribs and twists to try to crack it apart. Oof, that is not good damage, though. Since I know this thing is immune to precision damage, that's only a 2 on the die, so 2 plus 1, 3 damage. The thing looks not too concerned about 3 points of damage. That's it, right? That's 3, yep. Yes, but since that was a crit on the Recall Knowledge, I can grant everyone a plus 1 to their next attack roll against this creature by calling out its weakness as a free action. So Jack shouts, This thing shines in evil light! It'll sap your strength! Don't go for the ribs, though, I guess. <laughs> Alright, I guess that works. Everybody else will get a plus one on their next attack roll against this undead son of a bitch. It doesn't like that. Uh, you know what? It doesn't like anything. This thing's real grouchy, you know? <laughs> it's it's like, uh, you know, like, uh, it's a beautiful day outside, the sun is shining, it's warm. It hates that. You know, it hates when it rains, it hates when it's sunny. This thing's just spiteful and angry. Mm. And undead. So it rears back, holds its arms out, and that that little light of mine, that thing, is going to shine. It glows brighter, and it emits a beam of blue light in a 20-foot cone that... Can't hit Gwillem because he's behind the wall, but it hits you, Jack. It hits the unconscious V. Courageously behind the wall still. <laughs> Courageously <laughs> hiding. <laughs> and popping out his little wand hand to fire off little magic missiles all the live long day. So what I need, V and Jack both need to make a will save. Okay. Nope, that's a lie. It's a fortitude save. Aha. Okay, that's even better than for me. <laughs> hey, 20. Nice. 24. Nice. Uh, so both of you pass. The 24 is not enough for a critical success, but both of you pass. So, on a success, the creature takes 1d6 negative damage. So both of you take the 1d6. Um, to dying two, then. That's correct. You go back to dying two. Jack, mm -hmm. two points of damage. Oh, okay. You take the two, and this thing's glowing light seems a little bit less vibrant than it was just a moment before unleashing that attack. And that's a three-action ability. So, V, we're back to you. You're at dying two. You need to make another one of those recovery tests, and that is going to be a DC 12 on a flat roll of the D20. Uh, you can do it. You also have an option. That's Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> if that's you have any hero points, you can get rid of all of them in order to automatically stabilize. Because if you hit dying four, you're dead forever. Yeah, I think now's going to have to be the time. All right. So go ahead and release that hero point back into the wild, and you stabilize. Converting that dying two into wounded two. The brave, brave Gwillem Mevig, <laughs> master of the room that he's in by himself, totally feeling fine, drinking tea. What do you got? What are you doing? Uh, coffee. Yeah, always coffee with Dr. Gwillem Mevig here. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> 
Let me see. Gwillem can't uh, see any threats, so he is going to cautiously take a stride action here. What is actually what is going on in here now? Oh boy, let me tell you. To your immediate left, you see a dead man and a pile of extra bones heaped immediately to your left. To your right, right next to you, Jack Thorne, bleeding from various places. In front of him, the maple syrup drenched body of V. In front of her, on the stairs to your right, is a glowing skeletal son of a bitch. And further down the stairs, on the other side of the skeletal thing, Borwin, standing with an axe in both hands, faintly glowing. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. I am going to finish my movement by just continuing to move forward into the room away from the door. So that movement would have been, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It puts me all the way across the room, uh, standing between two of the very large stained glass windows. Oh, no, no, no. Those are arrow slits. Oh, the stained my glass windows are far to the north. Oh, they're north. Okay, I see. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You see all the way up there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And you said there's this little table there. Interesting. Okay. That's that altar that's on that dais, uh, semicircular to the north. Yeah, that is very interesting. We're gonna go check that out. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, she's like, my friends are fighting. They'll be fine. Curiosity killed the poppet. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, do any single. I, I can't do any healing right now. I have to wait until combat is over. There's literally nothing I can do for V. We've got Jack and Borwin flanking this thing. They're on the stairs. So you know, I feel like. Gwillem sees this and is assessing the situation and saying it's fine. <laughs> so you, you, you got Jack bleeding right? out is fine. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll see how it it goes. You uh, sound so confident. Jack's now in dying four. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not dying. <laughs> you say that now. We'll see what happens. The night is young. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Willem is going to ascend the staircase and approach the dais. As you do, you see Henry cowering in the corner. He's got his tail between his legs. His, his butt is almost scooted forward in front of him from underneath. And uh, his, his knees are actually actively knocking into each other like a cartoon. <laughs> okay, well, that's a, a lot of ground covered, and that'll be Willem's turn. Oh, Jack, Jack is not happy about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you even saw that. You're not looking that way. We'll see what happens. So, uh, Borwin, your turn. Hmm. Skeleton's right in front of you. Borwin's going to take a tactical movement and continue his uh, brutal barrage against this thing. Though he did miss the first time, he will hopefully not miss the second time. Good. Does a 17 hit his flat-footed AC? Remember, it's an 18. Ah, yes. Ah, she right. It's an 18. That is going to be a hit. 
So you, so, right. so for, for the for those of you listening at home or in a car, wherever the hell you're listening to this, he moved into a flanking position with Jack against this skeletal thing. Now, tell me how much damage you can deal to this walking corpse. All right. Before I say the damage, they could be in a porta potty too, but let's see. I, I hope not. You know, for everyone's sake. <laughs> if you are, uh, hey, uh, send us an email. Tell us what you think of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Write it on the side of the porta potty so people can follow the podcast from there. That is F O U R Glory Hashtag Rip Giark. Make it happen. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Uh, it's eleven damage uh, plus three positive damage. So that is fourteen damage. That is a heaping helping of hurting. You still got another action ahead of you. Baron is going to try to end this fight. One more swing of the axe for a 17. Fuck. Well, I tried. Let's see. Another shot. Yeah, that's not as good as your previous hit. But you hit him again. How much damage are we doing this time? Yay. It's going to be 7 plus the 3. So, total of 10. Laying waste to this thing. It's Willow still knew it would happen. <gasps> Still standing, still looming ever so largely, right next to the dying poppet. Mm. Keep in mind, this thing, if this thing leaves its current host body, it's going to look for another corpse to jump into. I'm so not it, dead. Oh, yeah, you're not dead now, but if you were, it'd have another shot at life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It may target the dying character so they has got somewhere else to go you know i feel like i feel like it's important Wait. to talk about this real quick here it, if it happens that a character dies a character is going to die i feel like it's really important for the stakes for the for the honesty of everything for for this to go on also i feel it's really important to play as, as as your game master, I feel it's important to play the creatures the way that they would behave. So, you know, not you know, most most things they might go like, oh, you know, I'm gonna knock these guys out so that, you know, nobody else is attacking me, and then I can eat this guy at my, you know, earliest convenience, but this thing's looking for corpses. Jack, what are you doing? I will devise a strategy once more, this time to see if this thing might have any further defenses. Something I might have missed you over. can't remember anything else. Nothing else? Okay. No, you're too wrapped up in the moment. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll my d20 here. Okay, that's a 17. Alright, so that's going to be a 24 total against its flat-footed AC. Yeah, oh yeah, you know that's good. Good, cool. Is that 24? Yep, 24. Yeah. Oh, so close. No, that's a regular uh, hit, not, a, not crit. a crit. Very close, though. Damn it. Okay. All right, let me go ahead and roll my damage, then. Four damage total. Four damage. With your rapier. Mm-hmm. This guy takes the damage like a champ. He takes a licking and he keeps on attacking the poppet. What are you at? You're at dying something? What do you got? I'm. Well, I, I, I was, I was, it's still my turn. 
have oh, another fine. action. Oh, fine. All right, go ahead. What else do you got? <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm so used to your turn being. I know. Like, I, I, I move, do the though. thing. I move. I do the thing. But this time it was I do the thing. I do the thing. So here's an interesting one. thing here. Uh, would you consider that attack number one? Absolutely. Did. Okay. For my final action, I want to try and bring it down. I'm going for another attack. All right. So this is going to be with that regular old minus five. Oh, is it? No, it's not agile, right? So yeah, minus five. It's got deadly D8, finesse, and disarm. Yep. And with uh, the minus five, that's going to be a 20 total. Dude, a that's 20 a is going to hit. Yeah. Excellent. All right, five damage. Is that, is that sexlet? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Everybody, watch out for Greg. He is. Well, yeah, I'm thrusting. Oh my god! Stop doing that! Oh my god! All right, so you hit him for five. When you do that, you hit just the right point, and the body collapses, Sweet. revealing one more glowing blue ball of light. Alright. Bless your and soul. It can't, Biter! Oh my god! <laughs> now it is the turn of the ball of light. Ooh. Give me a moment to double check on some rules. No. <laughs> While you're doing that, I have a quick question. Isn't, didn't, didn't CJ spend their hero point so that V would be not dying anymore? Yeah, they're just unconscious. Unconscious and wounded something. Three? Okay, okay, I was just making sure, because we were talking about increasing their dying value, and I was like, wait, 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 they're not dying. That's what its plan was, was to increase that dying value. Oh, I suppose. And I stopped it. Yeah, you know what, you you came in clutch this time. Big preach. Oh, yeah, you did the work, and now something else is going to happen as soon as I get an opportunity to read the rules to make sure everything is right here. I was just making sure. I was just making sure Gwillem didn't run away from an opportunity to administer first aid to stabilize. I mean, so let's see. I, I, I didn't. I didn't run away from that opportunity because you were already. How would you know she stabilized? I'm a doctor, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the turn of this glowing blue ball. Did I get blue balls? You've. You're, Greg. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Hold it together for like one more minute here. All right, so turn off this thing so you guys can't see what I'm doing because I got secret maneuvers and secret moves that you don't even know. You wish you did. It. Oh. This tiny little mode of light rushes past. Does anybody have. No, none of you guys have an attack of opportunity. Nope. Nope. It flies up and through that secret passageway and fucks off into the ruins. V? I'm just straight chilling. Yeah, you're taking a nap. You know, you're comfy. <laughs> Gwillem? What will you do? Uh, looking at the dais here, uh, right, what so can I around. do? I'm gonna fuck around. I'm gonna find out. Next week. Oh, oh my god. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah.